Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Malarkey Podcast with Jagger, Eric, and sometimes other people as well. Ah, uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a week. We've, we've, yep. We're deciding to continue releasing uh, weekly episodes so long as we're kicked out of the lunchroom that we were originally going to sit in. Yep. Uh, which is good for you guys and sucky for us. Up top, Eric. Yeah. Um, no, but... <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so we've actually uh, a little announcement before we get into this this week's episode. Uh, we can't officially announce a, a release date for our special. Mm-hmm. So for our for our for our long-awaited special, uh, it is coming out uh, Friday, February twenty-fifth. Yes. Uh, so that's next week uh, on the twenty-fifth. Uh, it's a big deal. Get your family. Get uh, get who you love involved. You know, yep. we, we want this to be a spectacular. You know? it, it's it's not our longest episode, but it's it's about forty minutes. It's our so most. It's dense, a good listen. It's a, it's dense a de- ep- very very dense. It's a dense yeah. episode, and in all the best ways. Yeah, all in all the, the in all the best oh, dense ways. All the interesting ways. Uh, but not now though. Not now. We're nope. gonna be talking about uh, arguably the most topical and facile of the things we could talk about. Uh, we're talking about. Boba Fett, Eric. Yep. The Book of Boba Fett TV series that was teased at the very end of The Mandalorian Season mm-hmm. 2. Uh, and, and as it's subsequently been called, uh, Boba Fett show has been... Ma- su- Mandalorian Season 2.5. Yeah, it's subsequently yeah. been titled Mandalorian Season 2.5, but we'll get into that later. Um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go starting Episode 1. We're not going to go chronologically go through every single episode, but I think it's crucial to start where, where the show starts. Mm-hmm. Um did you see the side by side comparison of Patton Oswald's uh, prediction of how Boba Fett comes? I back? have. Is that not the, the funniest that's a thing scene ever? From Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's so good. That's beautiful. I mean, isn't that beautiful? It was beautiful? hilarious. And I remember laughing so hard at that scene. It's shot he, for shot, exactly yeah, how Patton Oswald. Exactly how it, he gets it, out of the. It pans down from the the the, the, the uh, sons of Tatooine down to his hand coming out coming of the out sand. Coming out of the Sarlacc pit, grabbing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and and so as, and I, we're not gonna we're not gonna just recap what the what all the episodes because no. because presumably if you haven't listened uh, or if, if you, you haven't if watched you haven't it, watched it yet watch it and then come back yeah and, and also once again if you haven't watched it yet you're on the wrong podcast yeah, and like, spoiler alert obviously but yeah, you know. yeah but you're on you're on the wrong podcast if you haven't seen it already mm-hmm. um but yeah so 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 he comes out of the Sarlacc pit and he lives with the Tuscan Raiders for around um I guess it, how many how long was it you told me oh uh, well I want to say like he he could. Mm-hmm. He pulls himself out of the Sarlacc pit. How many years after? Um, God, I want to say like four years. It's like a, a four-year gap. He's after with, uh, Jabba's. Uh, after Jabba, he's barge with, explodes. Like, the, uh, he's with the. Um, and then he lives with Tuskens. the sand people for for. The, I want to say Tuskens four years for around four years, and I think that's my my first complaint about the show. Not to not to dive into my complaints right off the bat, you know, mm-hmm. um, but that is my main complaint right off the bat is is this is this initial kind of backstory as to how Boba got to where he's at. Um, it's kind of it's kind of um, foggy as far as mm-hmm. um, time goes. Yeah, because I, I got the impression in my head. I'm like, oh, like Boba stayed with the, the Tuskens for like, a month. for like a month, two months tops, not five years, like yeah. not close to four or five years. So I think that's the first thing that they kind of they kind of in in a rush to get the the backstory kind of established. They kind of maybe maybe rushed the uh, the old Rocky they, they montage kinda, scene of him yeah, like turning with the spear. They kind of skipped on that, yeah. Um. But no, so so eventually the, the whole thing centers around him trying to become the next crime boss of Tatooine, yeah. right? But he's trying he's trying things a little differently. Instead of ruling with fear, he wants to rule with respect. Yeah, and which is kind of weird because Boba Fett, like mm. beforehand, he's like this ruthless bounty hunter killer yeah. who burned and, Luke's aunt and uncle alive. And like, that brings me to my to my next complaint is that that I realize that they had to have some character development because Boba couldn't just remain this this maskless figure the entire time. Yeah. 
but he really doesn't come across as cool or nearly or like as tough as tough like, and as bad as he did his, anymore. Kind of gets beaten up a lot until the last episode. Yeah, kind of does some fighting. So like that kind of like that doesn't ruin it for me, but it doesn't help. It doesn't. You know? It doesn't make Boba Fett seem cooler. No, absolutely not. It humanizes him, but it doesn't make him yeah. seem cooler at, at, in the slightest. Because remember, he was a ruthless kid, he was a ruthless teenager, mm-hmm. and he was a really, really ruthless adult. Yeah, it's just for Darth interesting Vader. to see his. Prog- it is interesting to see his progression, though, is how he goes from blowing up an entire Jedi star cruiser just to kill one man, yeah. to where he is in the show. Yeah, um, but but you know what? We'll do as the show did. Uh, we'll do as the show uh, practices, and we're just going to throw Boba Fett to the wind, and we're going to talk about the Mandalorian, yeah. who, who randomly shows up for virtually an entire two and a half episodes in the later half of the season, and I could not complain. Uh, yeah. They were they were great. I think the episodes with the Man- I think the the last three episodes were definitely the best of Absolutely. all of them, and I think the one where it was just the Mandalorian was probably either my second favorite, or yeah, probably my favorite. That was great, and there's a lot to to unpack there, and I guess that can we can be save that for another day. But I think we'll just run through the highlights. Um, he's excommunicated from the House of Mandalore. Yes, for well, from like that weird from, like from the Mandalore faction. cult. Yeah, yeah, from the faction. Um, and this is because he took off his hat mask. Yeah. So that thereby sort of disallegiances him from the Mandalorians or what le- little there is left. Mm-hmm. We did get to see kind of an awesome uh, cut scene. Of Mandalore getting absolutely glassed, yeah, by the yeah. Empire. Yeah, and that was – that. I, I don't know why I like that. I think it's because I'm still one of the people that is personally vying for a rated R Star Wars film. Kind of showing like the grittier yeah. side of Star Wars. And I, I really like that. That Rogue One does that and that – um that that episode of the show does that is that shows the true devastation that the empire wreaked as, as far yeah. as a war force on mandalore i don't know like why do you think they just nuked mandalore because mandalore was such a threat i'm assuming yeah i'm guessing that um, but like it's just interesting to think about because like we don't really see anything between mandalore between when maul gets captured sure and deposed yeah we don't do we know why this the, 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 the where they are now the night of tears happened yeah yeah um so, so on that note, uh, he, he fights uh, one of the House of Vizsla for the Darksaber, which he's, which he's struggling to wield throughout it because it's like a, kind of an unwieldy weapon. He's like weapon. fighting against it, so it's like heavy. Yeah, which is, a, which is an odd characteristic that we don't really see in but, lightsabers. But, but he does eventually win. He does eventually win. Yeah. Um, and and he, goes, he goes to find Baby Yoda, uh, Grogu, mm-hmm. a, as we should call him, but I'm still going to call him Baby Yoda anyway. Yeah. Um, and he's with a wonderfully CGI renditioned Luke. Yeah. Oh my – that was like – Scary. That was impressive. That was scarily was how good they did with that. Yeah, how accurate he really looked like Mark Hamill. Yeah, and, and Ahsoka was there too, which was a nice and, little cameo. And when you watch the credits, Mark Hamill is at the end, so it almost makes you think maybe they like use his voice his, or something his, like that. Maybe his voice and like his facial structure sure. to put it together. Sure. Absolutely. So um, uh, there's that. They kind of have this tense moment because I was, I was, I was so, I was stoked. You know that episode where it leaves off on the cliffhanger with um, whether he chooses the armor or he chooses mm-hmm. the lightsaber. Yeah, I, was, I saw a bunch of these memes, and it was like literally Grogu in that choice has the power to effectively make all of the sequels null and void. Exactly, <laughs> because like the first student of Luke's academy was Ben Solo. Yeah, so if he so if the Grogu had chosen the lightsaber, he nukes the sequels, that would have effectively which would be amazing. That would have split the time the timelines, mm-hmm. and there would have been one timeline where the sequels happened, and one timeline where Grogu happened. Inevitably, he chooses the armor and he, he goes to, to be with the Mandalorian. So, 
Also, going back to how the Mandalorian was excommunicated, he has the dark saber. Yeah, he's, he's the effect, rightful ruler. The rightful ruler of Mandalore. He can tell the armor that she isn't a Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, anymore. true that, true that. I think that's hilarious that he still respects them to that degree, even though he's yeah. literally the, 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 the he is the, like the king. Mandalorian yeah. king. Basically. But 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 on that, I, and I know it's it's necessary to talk about the Mandalorian as a Mandalorian. But I I, I keep getting this nagging feeling, kind of going back to Boba Fett's. Uh, the badassery or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. If they had just the minute the Mandalorian show had come out, if the Mandalorian story had just been Boba Fett, if they had just implanted Boba into the into the Mandalorian's role, that would have massively gained me respect for Boba Fett. Yeah, like if I, I just keep feeling like the Mandalorian is what Boba Fett should have been billed yeah. as, you know. Yeah. And it, it irks me that way. Because if you compare the Mandalorian to Young Boba Fett, it, it's got that level of like imagining if it was him, it has that level of character development. Yeah. But at the same time, it establishes he's still cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but in any case, uh, in the later episodes, we get a, an insane uh, real-life uh, rendition Cad of Bane. Cad Bane comes Their back. It's great. So cool. He's slightly paler. He's, you can tell he's aged. You can tell both of them have aged. Well, yeah, well, but Cad hasn't lost any of his sharpness. No, no, not at all. Because Cad Bane, I, I read somewhere that like his species doesn't live as long as humans. Yes. So for him to be as alive as long as he has been, it, it would require some sort of like cybernetic augmentation, or body sure. augmentation. Um, yeah, it was, I, thought it was, I thought it was a great CGI rendition of him. And they used the original voice actor, which I'm so happy about. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, if it doesn't sound the same. I don't want him to sound like some yeah. middle-aged white guy from Ohio. <laughs> no, literally. Or, 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 like, or even like uh, Ahsoka's character. Because I always think Ahsoka's character. Rosario Dawson does a great job playing mm-hmm. uh, Ahsoka. But at the same time, it, it never doesn't feel, it doesn't feel the same as when no, we heard her no. in, in The Clone Wars. Um, but I'm glad they used the original voice of him. Uh, he comes across just as bad and just as cold and, and cunning as ever. Yeah. And they got these great kind of Western shootout He's scenes. Got, yeah, yeah. Cat Bay really gives me that like old West vibe of where he like shoots the marshal and then in his last duel yeah. with um, the whole show gives me that like Western vibe. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, the yeah. Boba Fett. I mean, as and I I love that the whole show is taking place more on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Like that we're not leaving um, Tatooine for like more like I guess visually appealing planets. Because it's kind of cool to see them try to mess with, you know, Los Pelgos and and and, mm-hmm. and Freetown and, and and all the other towns that we kind of get to explore. Because it's fun exploring the the, the minutia of, of of planets we don't get to see the, the details of. Yeah. Um, but on that note, we're gonna kind of we have to kind of uh, sadly wrap it up a, a little bit. I do think it's it's crucial that throughout the entire thing, our main complaint has been that Boba Fett's not as cool and not as bad as he used to be. Yeah, and that he's not like in it that much in the later episodes. Yeah, but that. But I, I thought I thought I, I had to take a, a little like um like literary analysis moment in the very end when he when he spoiler alert murders cad bane right mm-hmm. he stabs him through the heart and there's this kind of like deep 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 moment i i'm like i kind of thought i went oh all right that's where it was going it was it was going it, it's showing his development throughout it becoming a more pacifist person only for him to inevitably return to his kind of murderous ways the minute he's pushed by cad bane even and, cad bane says that cad like, bane, i always knew you were yeah, a killer cad bane's point is that he is still inherently at heart a killer and mm-hmm. he can pretend he's become a pacifist from the tuscans and, and change all mm-hmm. he wants he's still very dark so i if there's a later season of boba fett we might see him a little more crime bossy because mm-hmm. he's kind of turned a little bit more yeah um and then and, and as you can see at the, at the very end of it in the post credits uh Vanth is alive well that and yeah. and it says and the, the theme song says fett instead of hut mm-hmm. as, as it said at the end of a lot of the episodes when the music comes mm-hmm. on in the credits so it kind of shows that fett's officially taken over as the yeah, crime he's, lord he's sort of absorbed that position yeah so but all in all i was i was stoked about the show and, and I, you know it, it was more star wars content mm-hmm. so it works for me it was a great show 
Anyway, thank you for listening to the Malarkey Podcast. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Spotify, Stitcher, RadioCast, Copy RSS, Radio Public, or wherever else podcasts are broadcasted. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much.